The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. The Internet, the final frontier. Well, hello, welcome to Boldly Going Nowhere. Tonight, we salute the passing of uh, Mary Tyler Moore and John Hurt. Um, Star Wars has a new title, so yeah, so that's episode eight, The Last Jedi, could be plural, um, and also Better the bank. split stream, this is this should be interesting, of what's coming to Netflix, what's leaving Netflix, either way, I'll still be stuck watching, it's probably going nowhere. Honestly, just love it that whenever I just sneak in that one word during the intro sequence, you just shoot daggers at me. <laughs> well, like, for, first, I, at first I started, I was like, it was my actual, like, don't do that. <laughs> You're just like, you motherfucker, I'm going to get you up to the show. Then I just like, all right, let's just make it hammy. I'm Whatever. Sorry. I'm sorry, what word again? <laughs> ten. Ten. It did, well, it was, it, it did the blah, and just in the middle of that, it was like, ten. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to Boldly Going Nowhere. It's a podcast. You listen to it with your ears. And uh, we shorten that by saying podcast, ears. Listen. listen. Mm. Mm. Anyway, got a, got a full show for you today. Uh, starting with the sad news, I guess. Get it out of the way. No. You. No, see, these are people that we actually like. Yeah, so please, if you're going to do that, do the air horn version. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right, stop. Thank you. All right, so if you haven't heard at this point, uh, we lost two of the greats in the film and television industries, uh, Mary Tyler Moore and John Hurt. Uh, John Hurt, I-, I was super bummed. This, this We just found out about this, what, last night? Yeah, last I night, the 27th. Even, yeah, I had no idea. Until you told me, yeah, like around nine o'clock last night, and I was I like, mean, "What the fuck, man?" I I don't know what I mean. Yeah, it's I love Mary Tyler Moore. Like I love the Mary Tyler Moore show, the Dick right. Van Dyke show, and you know I loved her in a lot of stuff she's done. But <gasps> oh, that's John Hurt. Yeah, and oh, it's just man, and like John Hurt's death is just God, hurting. He was, in, he was in um, he was in I Claudius. Yep, he was alien. In, he was an alien. Spaceballs. Harry Potter. Yeah. The one chooses the wizard, Mister Potter. Oh man! Yep, Ollivander's dead. It's no, it is. It is a serious. It's a shame. I mean, but he was like, he's seventy-seven years old. I mean, he lived a full life. I mean, yeah, I would say if you make it past sixty. Oh, hey! Apparently, there's a YouTube supercut of his forty of his death scenes. Wow, oh, I wonder. I, I think I, I'm gonna. I, I, I think I, I'll probably end up watching that at some point. Well, I, I wonder if one of those technically counts as his regeneration into uh, Doctor Number Nine. Technically, uh, because it's a death of the character. Oh, not again! <laughs> oh no, not again! That I I remember that being like the funniest damn thing I'd ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's just like literally. I was like at first because I saw Spaceballs before I saw Alien. And so when he when that happened to him, I was just like, I don't get it. 
what, <laughs> what happened? And then I saw Alien later, and then I saw Spaceballs like the following day, and I was like, oh, I get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway, no, but I, I am seriously bummed about John Hurt. I would say, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sad at both, but I'm legit more bummed about John Hurt. I mean, now we won't get another War Doctor episode. Well, you know, if I remember correctly, he was actually doing some audio stuff for Big Finish. No, that's great. I'm just saying. So just, I, I don't know if his death actually I, interrupts I want, that. I, I, I wanted a TV episode. I Dude, one. you and me both. I, you know, I, I and I know Mary we've talked about this on. What? Um, Mary Tyler Moore was 80. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She really lived a, a little full life. Oh, I yeah. mean, yeah. And honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like, you know, a perv, but she she did not look 80. She looked hot. Mm. Hot for her age. She I don't did. Know. I'm just saying that's my opinion. I don't. Yeah. What, do you, what do you mean hat? Hat? Hat. Mm. She she, she looked hat. she looked like a hat. Like what? What Brian's? No, wearing? she was hot. Hot. Or what I'm wearing? She is famous for a hat though. Hot. She looks hot. She's that girl. That girl. Sunshine. That girl. Yeah. Daisies. That girl. Yeah. Anyway, no, but it's I. I mean, Mary Tyler Moore is great, and uh, that it's is, just either way, it's just two great people. That are it's, yeah, it's 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 a bummer. Like, I mean, 2017, we were all like, oh, "Okay, we can survive." Betty Betty White lived another year. We're good. Mm-hmm. But then this happened. I'm like, son of a bitch. I refuse to talk about you know mm-hmm. Betty White because I I just don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to be the one. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Self fulfilling prophecy, if you will. So anyway, but. I think what I, I want to talk about is something that really should have stayed dead but isn't. So James Cameron is alive. And um, <laughs> not that that's a bad thing, but he's alive and apparently attached to direct the next Terminator film. Hmm. Hmm. I, I think, I, I think again, we need some incidental music for this one. I, Actually, yeah. why don't you give me why don't you give me the air horn the air horn sad music on this one, please? No, no, no. I wanted the Terminator theme. Uh, sure, uh, sure you are. Because this is truly sad. Because let's be honest here, Terminator wow. Genesis, Terminator Genesis was just hot garbage. I have not seen it, but I heard it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it was bad. It was, it was bad. It was bad. Okay. It was super bad. This here, this here, bad. Okay. Mm. Bad. I mean, apparently the rights actually revert back to Cameron in 2019. And so Tim, I mean, the only upside is, is that Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool, is going to get to direct this, this, this next one. Which, okay, sure. My only, I mean, what do you, let me ask you a question. Like, what's going to... Where can they go now that they've re- basically rebooted the entire series? Uh, because well, that's the thing. It depends on if they're going to stick with that reboot or if they're just going to reboot it again. Yeah, my money's on. I, they're probably going to reboot it again. Oh my god! I mean, like, well, let me ask you this then: like, are we are we going to have Arnold again? Like, I think the consensus is if they reboot, they're going to not bring Arnold back. Because, man, they need to bring somebody else in to be a T-800. I'm sorry. As as much as I love Terminator 2. Why not? Um, you, know? you know who would make a good a T-800? Who? 
uh, a good T eight hundred would be Channing Tatum. Okay, fair enough. He's got the square jaw jock look, pretty much down. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say he's he's not gonna be that. I mean, he's not gonna have that handicap of being Austrian, right? And just be. I, I, so I need your clothes. You're putting your motorcycle. What about Jason Momoa? Also a good choice. Yeah. As long as they don't cast The Rock. <laughs> the oh Rock. My God. The Rock can be the protagonist. The Rock could be John. Uh, could be John. Uh, not John Connor. Connor uh, could be Kyle Reese. No, because be. I feel like. Well, or do you, or do you need or do you think you need a genuinely smaller person than say? Yes, I would. You would need someone genuinely smaller, and because the whole thing about John Reese's character is that he was a very vulnerable character. You know, I mean, yes, he was strong. Not John Reese. It's Kyle Reese, not John. Kyle Reese. Sorry, that's right. Yeah, he, he was a very vulnerable character, even though he was like the soldier and whatnot. He's still human, and like what you need is you need to be able to show, you know, just how serious the fight is between you know the human resistance and the Terminator. And I feel like if you have the Rock as Kyle Reese, it's like I don't know. Sorry. Did you? I mean, seriously, I the sad thing, that tonight, the sad thing is, is like, really, you cannot top the first two films. They just should have ended at Judgment Day and not continued on. Did I ever tell you the story about how I had nightmares from the first, from the second movie, by the way, when I was a kid? Oh, my God. Really? Dude. Okay. So 1997, and uh, I had just watched that movie for, like, one of the first times ever. And, like, I forget what exactly what the date is. That um, August sixth, August sixth, nineteen ninety seven, dude. I swear to God, I was in school. I, I, I will admit, I was I was on edge all fucking. Day I was in of that. school. I was just waiting for shit to go down, dude. I was like, "Fuck, please just let me get through this day," because I th- honestly thought that we were all going to just die in a fucking ball of fire. And no, yeah. we, we 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 didn't. Thankfully, I mean, the but, upside is is that, I mean, whew. I mean. <laughs> Just that scene where, like, you know, Sarah's, like, Sarah's at the park, and she sees, like, her younger self, and then, like, she's holding on to the fence and shit. Oh, yeah, that that whole scene. Oh, where, God, like, that just the, fucked with my head blast, so bad. The blast wave just incinerates her. Yeah. yeah. That shit is fucked. That was, uh, it's so, that was good. so It was so metal. As it's, a kid, I had never been frightened before by a movie the yeah. way I was frightened by that scene. I was like, fuck that shit. Yep. Yeah, no, but so... So Tim Miller, uh, since he's off Deadpool two, right, is now not only taking on this film but also the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, <laughs> which also is apparently a thing. Gotta gotta go fast. Gotta gotta, gotta, gotta go, go fast. fast. No, I was it. Anyway, um, so I I don't know. I, I, am I? Did it? I would only really like this movie if they just actually rebooted it. I don't think they could continue on. Right in the current time frame, like well, I, I, mean, I think they'd have to like, disavow the last three me, films. Let me ask you a question. Then yeah. let me ask you a question. So, okay, how would you, if you, let's say you were given the reins for a brand new Terminator franchise, what would you keep? What would you change? Who would you cast? How would you? How would you do that? Because basically. Uh, okay. Um, again, I would. I, I agree with you. I feel Jason Momoa would be your best candidate for a Terminator. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's the question. Who would I cast as Kyle Reese? Because again, you need someone not scrawny, some muscle definition, but it's got to be smaller than Momoa. 
in a weird sort of way i don't know why i thought this but maybe um if he take if he tries a serious turn well not nah, he's kind of old for it now but like steve carroll maybe or no he's too old yeah um how about you make an excellent terminator <laughs> yeah i threw a trident at him um <laughs> Now let me think. Um, who would be a good Kyle? Well, Reese? Steve. That's the other thing. Steve Carell is bland enough that he would be able to infiltrate the human resistance pretty easy. <laughs> well, because it's like, oh my gosh, it's my, it's him. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, it's, it's another person that's him. Why is his eyes? I don't, I don't think he'd no, ever. No, no, do... no, no. You know what? I just saw it on the poster. That dude right there. Huh? That's Kyle Reese. No, no. What you don't? What you don't think the one too French? He's he's Mexican, by the way. Too French. There are no French robots. No, not the what? No, we're talking about Kyle Reese. Um, we're talking about the human resistance fighter from the first film, uh, Michael Biehn's character, hmm. uh, David Tennant. Hmm. I mean, have him scruff up. Yeah, I could. Yeah. The only the only problem is that I know. Well, the only problem also is that I know he's still got that injury from Doctor Who. Right, so he can't do much physically speaking. So I don't think he'd be. I'm able thinking to do it. Tom Hardy. Nah, too beefy. No, he can. He can. Wait, move hold on, hold on. Let's down. let's put this around. What if Jason Momoa was Kyle Reese and? No, wouldn't work. A, have you seen the size of Jason Momoa? He's like six foot I something. Have. He's like six foot something. There's no way. Remember, the Terminator's got to be physically imposing. Well, okay. You fine, can't have Momoa be six foot tall and have his counterpart be fair, fair McLovin. I'm just saying, like, no, not Christopher Vance no. class. <laughs> You're looking for Scarani. I mean, no, I mean, not not uh, Michael not Sarah. <laughs> no, let's just start naming people. Oh, um, 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 um. Who would be a good one? Who would be a good one? Let me think here. All right. Well, while you're thinking okay, about no, that, no, you know, I got one. I got one. I got one. I got okay, one. He's got one. <sighs> Ryan Reynolds. I could see it, but he's Deadpool. Well, no, I could see it, but uh, yeah, honestly, there's there's the issue that I don't think Tim Miller will ever work with him again. Right. Okay. Fuck. Um. Um. I was gonna say Christian Bale, but he's already been in a Terminator movie, and we also have that one down. So no. Um. Fuck. Uh, also. Um. God, it's like anybody who. Uh, no. Fuck. No. Hang on. Let's. Let me think. Let's think of action stars of the day. Okay. Ooh, um, that what's what the guy's name who plays Luke Cage? Right on. No, I no. You know what? No, I can fuck with that. I do a black Kyle Reese. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It does, I mean, really, it was just a default that Kyle Reese just happened to be white in the first film. There's nothing in the. Who's the guy who plays Luther? Um, he was um Heimdall. What's his fucking name? Oh, um, 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 um uh, I can't remember his name. But that dude, have him as Kyle Reese. That'd be awesome. Nice. He was also in uh, Pacific Rim as, um, what's her name's dad? Like, adoptive dad. He was the leader of the Resistance. So he's already kind of, you know, played that character before. So, um... Ah! Oh, my God, yes. Moving on. Yes, we're talking about Jedi... Star Wars Episode Eight is named The Last Jedi. My body is ready. I mean, <laughs> I am ready to receive uh, Star Wars. Yeah, so rubbing nipples now. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Star Wars time. I mean, oh, yes. here's the thing. After <laughs> After Rogue One surpassed all my expectations because again, 
I went in kind of low. Gentlemen, let me just say something real yeah, fast. Yeah, let's briefly talk about let me just, that. Let me just say something. We're living in a golden age of Star Wars movies, if I do say so myself. Mm. Because it's all so far been good, and, oh, man, I, I can't wait to see what The Last Jedi <laughs> is going to be about. <laughs> so far, so Jar Jar. <laughs> no, uh, as a matter of fact, it's so, so, so far, it no Jar Jar, so it's nice. I mean, yeah, and honestly... Me's a ruined franchise. <laughs> I mean, Donnie um, Yen... I mean, who who didn't love Donnie Yen's character in Rogue I'm One? I'm with the Force, the Force. Oh, my God. I'm with the Force, the Force. Yes. I'm with the Force, the Force is with me. I'm yep. with the Force, the Force is with okay, me. Okay, we got yeah, it. We, we got you. it. We got it. Thank you. Yeah, that's the only thing. I Like, that chant, I was just like, all right, we, we get it. We got it. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's a wrap. So the, so the Last Jedi is... We only have a name. We have no other details other than Luke's in it, Daisy Ridley's in well, it. Well, here's the thing. For and, wh- and I do agree with Mark Hamill on this one. It is a very minimalist title, and it's very um, it's it's very vague because the last the last could mean something like um, the last Jedi to be trained. It could be the the a group of Jedi to be trained because Jedi is plural yeah, and is singular. singular and the plural, uh, it yeah. could be singular or plural. So there's I multiple mean, meanings you could draw from the from not, this title. I'm it's not, so vague. I'm not gonna lie. The best piece of media I've seen about this thus far is just it's 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 a picture of the crawl. Yeah. It says the last Jedi. It's like, look, listen, I know you're reading this. Please just hear me out. Don't kill Luke Skywalker. Don't kill Luke Skywalker. It's like a hundred times repeated. Don't kill Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Until it's like at the big it's like at the bottom. Yeah, pretty bit. much. <laughs> and it's just I mean, yeah, it's a lot of people were like freaking the fuck out because it was like they saw this title and it's like, oh my god, is Luke gonna die? We just lost Carrie Fisher. Do not fuck with my emotions. Not exactly. to men- not to mention, um, apparently the title from the last movie and this one kind of form a sentence. So the Force awakens the last Jedi. Right, and then, ah. then someone put it from his nap. <laughs> I was like, that's that's kind of cool, actually. I mean, that that's an, it's an interesting theory. I mean, we were kind of all banking on you know Ray. I mean. Ray was going to be the new Force sensitive, you know. She's going to become the next Jedi, getting trained by Luke. I mean, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm legit. I legit want to see this film. I really don't know if I can wait another eleven months though. I need something. They got to mm. give me something. Well, I mean, we are getting, you know, in the time that we have to wait for that, we are getting a new Spider-Man movie, which looks pretty good. I mean, um, I'm excited. We're sure, getting- I'm excited for. Sure, I'm excited for uh, you know, Spider-Man we, We've got some stuff to tie this over before Star Wars happens. Uh, no, I, I need uh, Star I Wars need now. Star. I need it now. I need, I need, I need my fix. <laughs> I need my Jar Jar. I mean, to be fair I, though, I, I mean, really, I really, yeah. Everybody, everybody was like, "Oh, we'll get, a, we'll definitely get a trailer at the Super Bowl, right? Because the Super Bowl's right. around around the corner." Nope, no trailers are coming out of the Super Bowl for this, according to Disney. Well, yeah. no, of course they'll tell you that. Yeah, now they'll tell us that, but and then 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 like then like a day a day before the Super Bowl, they're like gonna be like. Well, I'll tell you uh, why. Hey, Fox, can you just put this one? In? I'll tell you why <laughs> they're probably not gonna do that is because nobody wants to really sit down and watch the Patriots versus the Falcons. But that's just me. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, I think you're just a bit bitter because your team didn't make it. Hey, I, I mean, I'm bitter, but but I'm just disappointed that the Patriots are at the Super Bowl. I just again. I don't want the Patriots to win. But anyways, that's not the point. Um, anybody, go Falcons. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. Does does anybody really outside of New England want them to win? Fuck no. Okay. Mm. All right. So let's, there's a couple, but they're nuts. Yeah. All right. Well, here let's let's move on to the next bit of discussion here. It's time for trailer corner. Oh, boy. Oh, All right, so obviously, you know what? We've been talking a lot about movie trailers that have come out recently. And so, Sean, I'd like you to pull up a trailer for me. Okay. It's uh, Okay, what, what, what am I pulling up here? It's called The Comedian. Oh. 
Is it a sequel to The Watchmen? No. Okay. No, but I think Sean, you especially will be very. Is it is a sequel to Funny People? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, Sean, though, I think you'll be interested extremely. So, Sean, go ahead and play that first trailer for me. All right. Okay, the comedian official trailer. Okay, well, we're watching it right now at zero zero, starting now. Start your trailers for those of you yep. who have enough time to sync. Full screen mofo. There he is. My famous brother, Jackie Burke. How are the kids? Kid. We have one kid. She's an adult now. She's getting married. I thought she was a dyke. You say lesbian. Got a possible gig. What do I have to do? Chill this birthday party? Do you want a job or you want to be an ass? Do I have to choose? What a schmuck. Oh, wow. There's a lot of people in this. Let's talk about the supportion of a town you live in. Pittsville! You getting this, Amy? What are you doing? You taping me? Oh, give me that. Oh. Oh. How many hours did you get? 100. Me too. My dad used to love your TV show. We've watched every episode. Always nice to meet a fan. Well, we just had the one TV. Ooh. <gasps> this is the worst date ever. Just a bunch of olives. Hey, look, are you free tonight? What, like a date? Or it'll be just an appointment? I'm not sleeping with you. I'm I don't not... know what you're after. Not... Look, you had a terrible day. You just said it. Let me take you to a place you might have a nice time. Adorable when celebrities bring their hookers to the club. <laughs> Jackie Burke's in the crowd. After everything I've done for you, I was there for you when you were starting out as a young man. Oh, that was amazing. I feel like I'm high. Do you come up with all that on the spot? Sometimes, yeah. That was good. Thank I, you. Are you free on Sunday? I have a wedding to go to, my niece's wedding. You can be my wingman. We have a few laughs. Uncle Jackie, you're going to get up and say a few words. No, right? we don't want it to become a thing. It's an honor being here to celebrate Brittany and Frankie's wedding. Can I address the 800-pound gorilla in the room? Flo. What have you done to my poor little brother? He was six feet tall when you got married. This little white brother of yours. I don't know why you're yelling at him. Who are you? We do no underwear dress. Don't comment on my dress. She looks like Liza Minnelli on steroids. My expectations. When you look at my daughter and the way she's looking at you. I'm not looking at him. What are you talking about? <laughs> we have three offers for appearances. What's it going to be? Go out there, big shot. They want you. No, this isn't your crowd. You're a dancer? Yeah. Come sit on my lap. I'll spin you around like a drapey. <laughs> You're viral again. Over three million views in eight hours, and it is still climbing. You are on Kimmel. You're on Fallon. Ladies and gentlemen. Jackie Burke. I mean, I don't know about you guys. Uh, the only thing I was a little iffy on was when I saw written, <laughs> uh, like written by Jeff Ross. I was like, oh no, <laughs> Jeff Ross. Oh god. But I, I honestly like that. What do you think? I, I thought, I thought it was interesting. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny. Mer- so, what would you would you say, Merit or Watch? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I, so, in I, I would, theaters, would or would walk. you wait for it to stream? I would stream. I might actually, I might actually just splurge right. to go see that in theaters. To be okay. honest with you, all right. All right. Well, yeah, you you take Des to see it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, you it, it's, like an, it's definitely a nice date movie. I would say. Hey, babe, you want to go see no. the comedian? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I okay. guess I guess you're watching it by yourself. I'm going stag. What Popcorn can I say? for one, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, why won't you love me? <laughs> anyway, so let's move it on. Let's move it on to the split, uh, the split stream, Sean. Mm, All right. Split stream. Sweet. Oh, the okay, Santa Clarita do, diet. Do, oh, I was gonna say, do we not have the flush sound effect? Oh, do we? Do we? Do we have it? Or oh, we 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 do. We do. Thank you. 
Is that, is that what we're calling it? Magical. Split stream, yeah. Is it, it, no, I mean, is this the sound effect for it? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Well, this is, is this is, is this what's going or is this we what's coming? Uh, we're going to discuss what's going and coming. So let's start. All right. So, split <laughs> oh my. Yeah, right. So, split stream is, thank you. So, split stream is the piece where we discuss what's coming on to Netflix and what's going out for the month. And since we're just now getting to February, let's talk about what's coming on to Netflix in February. February 1st, I've added some uh, interesting pieces. So we got Babe, Babe, Pig in the City. Oh, joy. Yes. You get to watch both of them. Yeah. Contact, my one of my favorites. <laughs> you know, the, the one thing I remember about Contact, by the way, is that joke that they did in South Park. <laughs> yeah. When, like, he goes to, when, <laughs> sat through that movie for a goddamn hour, and the <laughs> alien was her father. <laughs> it was a goddamn father. <laughs> I just remember the one from Family Guy where he's just like, I'm, I'm sorry about you. I'm sorry about about all men. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I was wrong about you. Maybe I was wrong, wrong about, about all men. men. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so uh, there's Contact Project X, Silver Streak. I'm ex- uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Is that Gene, better than Gene, Blue, Blue Streak? Gene, no, it's Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor. Oh shit! I'll I'll watch that. Yeah. Right. How have I never heard of this? What is it? What? Like, what's the what's the plot? Uh, yeah, I, I'll 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 go over there with you later. Right. I just can't look at you right now. <laughs> All right, the Blair Witch Project, yay, Eduardo Sanchez. Um, Local director, of, by the way. Yep, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> Christianity is groovy. <laughs> Longest day and the night before Christmas, February 2nd, American Crime Story, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Oh, boy. Cuba Gooding Jr., ladies I, and gentlemen. I've, I've, I'm hearing it's it's good. I, no, hear- I heard it was good, too. I'm, yeah. he- I'm hearing amazing reviews. Yeah, it was. It, from what I heard on its initial run, it, it like rated really high. And I think it was nominated for a couple of Golden Globes, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Frequency Season uh, 1, February 3rd, Santa Clarita Diet. I've seen the trailer for this. It's basically Drew Barrymore is a vampire. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a cannibal. No, she. Uh, it's, it's. I don't know if it's zombie vampire or whatever. I don't know. We'll find out when we watch but, it. Like, am, am I incorrect? But wasn't Santa Clarita the setting for uh, the Lost Boys? Hmm. I the one thing. I, the one thing I hate about Santa Clarita is all the goddamn vampires. I'm like, Grandpa. You don't know shit about vampires. <laughs> Let me look that up. Actually, I'm yeah. Please do because so, that's so, no, so February fourth. Super bad. Super bad. Which I, I already have that in DVD. I mean, so. I do too, and I love that movie. But I mean, th- so that's everything that that it doesn't really have good rewatchability. I mean, it's just if you watched it more than once, really. I mean, yeah. but honestly, it, that's it'll, rewatchability. It'll it'll be nice to watch it at least one more time. And sorry, then... sorry. By the way, it was called Santa Carla, and it was actually filmed in Santa Cruz. So oh, close, but no cigar. Damn it! All right, well, whatever. All right, so unfortunately, that was all the good shit that was coming on this month. Now we have to go to what's coming off this month. Yep. Goodbye. Unfortunately, first thing on the list, I'm super ethereal. It's an inconvenient truth is leaving Netflix. Man Bear Pig is leaving Netflix. Yeah. You know, do we I'm really super ethereal. Do, is that the kind of stuff super that we ethereal. really need to be getting rid of right now? <laughs> just just asking. <laughs> I mean, just, it, it just, was mandated. They mandated <laughs> Netflix too. Oh Jesus. All right, so Black- I have an executive order get the inconvenient truth off of Netflix as soon as possible. Oh man. Uh, so Black Hawk Down is also off. Clerks is off. Clerks is off. What the f- whatever. I have- Clerks has been on there since I started Netflix, which was like in 2010. Why why are they now getting rid of it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Are they trying to like rebuy I don't Clerks know. too? There must be really like in the 
go into the bottom of the barrel to uh, try to so, uh, get Jack, some money uh, out. Jackass 2.5, Mission Impossible 3, Star Trek Nemesis, for all you Star Trek fans, that's going off. That's oh. been there for a while. Well, yeah, a lot of these have been there for a while. The Machinist is gone. There will mm. be blood is gone. Train spotting is gone, Sean. Oh, man, I'll be so bummed. I, I'm just, uh, uh, you know, I'm just going to throw all... Uh, uh, what, uh, what's Eating Gilbert Grape is gone. Clueless is gone, uh, which is a bit of a bummer. So this month, they're kind of actually... Clueless is gonna go. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's the one where it has like the trailer. Yeah. You know, the, the, it has that 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 trailer um, music. If I could find it, what? unless my phone's being oh, an <laughs> This summer, clear. Oh wait, Alicia Silverstone is a dumb blind. Wait, start, start it over. Start it over. This summer, Cher Horowitz is a ditzy teenage girl living in the suburbs of Beverly Hills, California. But she's about to take on a nerdy sidekick. And she's in for more than she's expecting. This summer, Clueless. Clueless! <laughs> anyway. No, but this month is definitely a shittier outing for Netflix. I mean, they're, they get, they're getting rid of a lot of good stuff, and they are not bringing on a lot to, to supplement that. Yeah, I'm okay. kind of sad. Bullshit. But I mean, you know what? I, at least we get. Oh, at least we get Project X. And and wait, Project. Now the question is, which Project X is it? <laughs> at least we get Babe Pig in this, the city. This is the one I've been. <laughs> I I've been bugging people to try to review this. I'll Monkey, probably end mo- up is, it, is it monkeys piloting jet planes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. Well, uh, you got to remember, there's more than it's. It doesn't specify which one it is. There's Project X, monkey flying jet planes. Uh, there's Project X, the hangovers, the hangover, but with teenagers. Like I, I've been bugging like nostalgia critic. I was big on bugging everybody else trying to get this thing. Like, I mean, it's off, never. Off it's ground. yeah, no, no, like, seriously. Somebody, it's never this. been reviewed. Jontron, I hit up Jontron. Like no one, like, no please, one somebody this review movie. this. Somebody review this horrible pile of shit. <laughs> I want, I want to see it burn. <laughs> Matthew Broderick is the monkey whisperer. What? I'm working on it, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thank uh, God we have some. We have one of our own guys. Uh, one of our own is on it. Geek critique, everybody on we'll YouTube. We'll do it live. <laughs> anyway. All right. So the last piece of news I think we're going to go over in this episode. Uh, actually, uh, I tell you what. While we have a break, really quick. Oh. And oh. then uh, just so we and uh, we have an interview with uh, Matthew Goodison Orr from BurrowCon, which is an event we will be attending in mm. uh, Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Hello, all you out there in Internet land. It's Colin with BGN, and Brian is with me as well as Sean. Hey, uh, we have a rarefied honor today, and we're doing a little segment here called Getting to Know Your Con Runner. Uh, it's where we discuss things with a uh, convention head and... We are lucky today, in that respect, to have the CEO of BurrowCon, Matthew <laughs> Goodison Orr. Wow. Sorry about that. It's all good. All right. Uh, Matt, we, you are the head of BurrowCon, which is going to be in May, over the Memorial Day weekend, May 26th through May 29th at St. John's University. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have to ask the question. So obviously, New York... You know, huge city, a lot of people, and, you know, it's already famous with a lot of conventions. So, mm-hmm. was this, are you like a New York local? Is that why you decided to start a con in the New York area? Um, some of the people who, who are involved with this are. I, I personally uh, am not. I'm uh, actually from, well, from Florida. Okay. And, uh, my family has since relocated to Atlanta. But, um, what, what me, 
have done prior is that we use uh, a lot of us, a uh, significant portion of our team, used to run another convention in Florida uh, called NitroCon, and we ran there for about four or five years, and mm-hmm. uh, some of us have relocated to New York, and we kind of noticed that yeah, you're right. There are a lot of con- there are some big conventions, uh, particularly in the city. There weren't any in the outer boroughs mm-hmm. or really servicing Long Island. Mm-hmm. So we thought that you know we had a need there, and thought that we could fill that need and. We've always kind of prided ourselves on, on just you know providing a, a unique experience for people. Um, you know, not really uh, trying to get involved in the um, you know the big the bigger rat race uh, you could call, you could say. So, but for us, we saw we saw a need there. We saw um, kind of an underserved market, and you know we just wanted to give people a, a unique experience, which is hopefully something we'll do. Yeah, and now this is now this is going to be Borocon's very first year, correct? It's Borocon's first year, um, but by and large, it's not our first year. It's really more so of a, uh, a year six for, for some of us. Um, right. Some of us even more more than a year six because they've worked on other conventions, you know, in the gap between when NitroCon ended and when Borocon began. Mm-hmm. So Borocon, as, as, as an inception, is in its first year. Right. But the people running it and um, everyone involved with it, uh, is really, you know, five plus years. Gotcha. Um, so experienced right, con staff, right? Right. <clears throat> no, and that's that's awesome. Now, St. John's University, which is where the uh, the convention will be, uh, what what about that venue really drew it in for you? I, I would have to say the fact that everything is so nicely laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very difficult as a, as opposed to Florida and. In Georgia, which had perhaps these large sprawling convention centers, New York doesn't necessarily have them in the volume that you might find in the South. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. St. John's has a lot of those facilities, a, a very beautiful um, field house that we're going to be using for vendors and artists. They mm-hmm. have some very nice buildings that we're using for our panels, for, um, you know, to, uh, just a really nice place to be able to put on that type of convention, a good venue. But also centrally located, easy to you know accessible for people to get to. A big thing about New York is people's access to public transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, if people want to drive, it has you know there's ample parking available. So all the bases are covered. So true, you might be able to have this. You might you could have this very nice sprawling convention center in other places of New York, perhaps. But you know then you know it may not be as accessible to other people. Mm-hmm. It may not be as you know centrally located. It may not have all of the needs that you wanted to have. And for us, it, it all the different components that you know we want uh, other people to feel going to contribute to them having you know a great experience. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, location is everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Brian, I believe you had a question. Yes. Um, <clears throat> hi. Um, speaking about location, what are some of the major differences that you have noticed between, say, um, preparing for a convention in Florida as to preparing for one in Queens, New York, for instance? I, I would say one of the biggest differences for me was accounting for public transportation mm-hmm. um i think yeah I, i'll just put it honestly in, in florida we per, public transportation is virtually non-existent mm-hmm. uh everyone drives um you know so talking about 20 mile you know 20 mile traveling distances isn't a big thing to me mm-hmm. um you know i'm uh, back home i'm used to traveling you know 42 miles one way to work and 42 miles back home it's not a, it's not a big issue to me um to New Yorkers, I've noticed that you know the access to public transportation. Of where's the nearest subway? Where's the nearest train station? Um, those are the first questions they typically ask. Mm-hmm. So try, you know, trying to find something that was like, you know where's the nearest bus stop. Those things I've I've, I've learned to 
to accommodate for, um, you know, in the considerations that are going on there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's probably been the, uh, to me, the biggest thing. But also another thing about finding a convention here in New York is the amount of support that that's been that's been poured into it. Um, Florida has, you know, there are true like as you mentioned before, there are a lot of conventions in New York, but Florida's got sixty plus sixty plus conventions a year. And there's only fifty two weeks in a year. Mm-hmm. So New York doesn't have nearly that volume. So when you're reaching out to people, it, you know, you know, for example, we've, we've got like we've got a lot of great support from a lot of sponsors, and um, you know, New York City has has donated some support to us uh, as part of us to make a lot of things possible. So you know, you find that it's not as you know repetitious when people hear that there's a convention coming along, regardless of how long you've been doing it. Mm-hmm. So. That's one of the one of the nicer things of, of being able to put a, put a, put together a convention up here. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So obviously, this not being your first go round with uh, running a convention, I gotta mm-hmm. ask. So obviously, so many facets to say pop culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta ask. Do you have like a, do you have a preference? Because I know Burrowcon is sort of running the gamut of television, film, anime, mm-hmm. video games. Uh, do you have a what's what's your what's your go to? My go to is probably anime and um, probably with the comic versions I mean the TV the TV film versions of the comics mm-hmm. um, so uh, you know Arrow Flash Gotham you know I I'll fully admit I'm not the kind of person to sit down and read a comic book mm-hmm. but I will watch it on TV or film sure if it's there but I, I, I'm not the kind of person to read a comic book but I will I do watch growing up my uh, gateway drug if you if, if, if I may use that is sure was uh, anime yeah it still is Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, okay, so I gotta ask now that we're now that we're down this now that we're down this road now that down we're down the rabbit hole. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Anime mm-hmm. wise, what's 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 your poison? What what's your favorite? Or do you have a favorite? And also, I do have a favorite. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, okay. Also, if you don't mind me asking, what was your gateway? My gateway was Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Growing up, yeah, growing up in Jamaica, uh, that was came on at night. Um, we didn't we didn't have um. We, we had Cartoon Week Network, but we only got Adult Swim in, growing up uh, in Jamaica. So okay. at night, when the evening news would go off, Adult Swim came on, but it would be the Adult Swim from the night before, and that came off of in America. So at 8 o'clock at night, you'd get Yu Yu Hakusho and Inuyasha and all those other shows okay. starting at 8 o'clock in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So that's when, you know, I, I that was what started it for me. So when I came back to the U.S., um, about fifth grade or so, and I came back. It was it was just a matter of you know finding it in much greater supply. And I watched. I bought every DVD. That then bought every DVD to the entire series, and I watched it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. But I've also seen every season of Gundam ever. Nice. Wow. That's yes. that's that's quite an undertaking, especially that with Gundam. Commitment. They got they yes. got. They got <clears> a that show goes back to the seventies. Yeah. Yes. At it the does. Very least. Yes. I did that. In, uh, yeah. I do love me some Gundam. Though. What's your favorite Gundam, if you don't mind me asking? My favorite Gundam is probably I'd probably say G Gundam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I I did like Unicorn. I know a lot of people, and Gundam Wing. I mean, Gundam Wing is first of all is, is its own level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I liked I liked Unicorn of late, and uh, and uh, yeah. 
Okay. So, obviously, with the convention uh, coming in, uh, wh- I mean, obviously, you know, certain announcements, like you said, are going to be made later on uh, this uh, this next month, uh, coming up in February. But I got to ask, uh, what could, what would you say? Maybe uh, a New York congo or maybe even a first-time congo. What what is there to look forward to? I mean, that might difference them like from like a normal con. I think what everyone wants, everyone when people when people have gone to con, they all have something to look forward to that's different for them. And I think people who are going to a convention for the first time, there's something that they are looking forward to. And my and I and I've always acknowledged that because when I go to conventions, there's always you know one. There are a couple, only a small shopping list of things that you know I'm specifically interested in, and the same might be for for you gentlemen as well. So the only thing I would tell people is that when you're coming to our convention, those things that you're looking forward to are because of the wide diversity of people that that we have. It's not just me. There's there's a huge army of people that that are putting this show together, and is that we you know we try to give consideration to all those things. Mm-hmm. So you I have tell to. People, yeah. So I tell people. There's a group one thing to look forward to. There's ten, just, just ten things to look forward to. Whatever it is that, that you are interested in is, you know, is is somehow, you know, trying is either incorporated or trying to be incorporated so that you have something to look forward to and that you have that experience to, you know, to come and enjoy for yourself. Because if you focus it on just one thing or ten things, even, you know, then you're only satisfying perhaps ten avenues when you're gonna people who are gonna want. A and B and A and A and T. There, you know. So, really, just trying to be as diverse about it to give people as much of that experience as possible. Mm-hmm. But if I could be selfish, I would tell people the one thing that they should that they should look forward to, and this is just you know the one of the things I I look out for personally. Yeah, is you know a very diverse set of you know vendors and artists that are there because personally, I love to buy the art. I love to. You know, it's kind of like you. You know, I can't buy a lot of the things from a lot of vendors. I can't buy them at Walmart. I can't buy them at Target. You can't buy them on, on the street somewhere, mm. regardless if you're in New York, or Florida, or Georgia. So for me, you know, that's one of the things I personally look forward to at a convention is being able to do a wealth of shopping. Nice. Uh, yeah, so, I'm, de- I'm definitely excited about that artist alley. Yes. So that's the one thing with myself. But I will tell people that there, like I said, there's a lot of diverse options and a lot of things. So people need to keep looking at borocon.com, keep checking it out. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be stuff that's going up there, and so keep checking it out, and you know, keep going back to borocon.com, and you know, we're going to try and fill for what we can to fit every need and every mm-hmm. and every expectation. And, okay, so actually, that 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 actually brings that seeks nicely into my next question. So obviously, the website is a lot different from other convention sites, you know, that we see. I mean, it has so much content that really doesn't have like a direct bearing on the event. Mm-hmm. Why would you say you're concentrating so much on that going in, like going into the show? Well, I would say that's because the convention is like four days of the year. Mm-hmm. There's, there's still 361 days of the year. You know, we're we're nerds too, and we want to we want to create it as a destination for people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most often, you know, you look at a convention website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're literally you know, looking at it as we speak. Yeah, good. You know, good, bad, or, or ugly. The minute that convention, you know, that convention has either begun or is concluded, you're not going to look at it again until next year okay. when you're when you're thinking about going again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for us, we want it to make it a destination, something people can come back to. You know, enjoy reading something. Can 
can check out other information of stuff that's going on. Okay. You know, in the community and and in the nerd world as well. But you know, also find out about the convention. We don't want it to just be a kind of a a one stop wonder.、Oh, we want it to be more for other people. You know, just con- you know, taking other people into consideration. Okay, so it's it's more the education and、uh, keeping people in the know when it comes to the、yeah. subject matter. Okay, see that makes that makes perfect sense. And honestly, now you know, looking at it, it's like why don't other conventions do that on the regular?、Mm. Like、mm-hmm. why why not? I, I I've I, never seen I that. I have no idea. Con- <laughs> yeah. It's, all right. So one other question I have. So on the、what? website, it says、uh, you're expecting twenty thousand attendees、mm-hmm. this year. Now. In my opinion, I mean that—that's awesome, and I know St.、Yeah. John's is a very large school, but I mean most cons in their first year, I mean they might expect 20k, but they usually only end up making only getting about 5,000. Now, why would you think BorrowCon is going to be able to deliver on that 20k? I would say the、um, well, like I was saying before, it's you know it's a lot in our first year, and so you know there there is a great trade there. However,、mm-hmm. I'd also say that because you know we've had New York City, we've had New York City partner with us. We've got some great、um, opportunities lined up, you know, that our sponsors are are bringing to us. And, you know, it's it's really a combined effort on a lot of different fronts. We have a lot, we have a lot more things、uh, being brought to bear,、uh, whether it be behind the scenes, in front of the scenes.、Um, you know, we're like just as you were saying, you know, later this month there will be some some powerhouse announcements that are going to be made that I think will. Contribute. It all contributes to that twenty. So it's not going to be just one thing. It's not going to be that our experience is going to magically deliver twenty k. It's not going to be just the size of the venue that's going to deliver this twenty k. But it's going to be the powerhouse. Yes, that we're going to have. It's our experience, the partnerships, the sponsorships that we've lined up,、mm-hmm. the you know the, the the public media plan that we have lined up. All those things lining up one after the other. You know, converging、mm-hmm. is is kind of what's going to drive that that 20k number. I think convention gets tied up, at least not my opinion. No, no, on one avenue, on one avenue. Let's have a、right. powerhouse. Yes, excellent. You know, let's let's not try to you know maybe not let's let's not try to just focus on gathering experience. Because、mm-hmm. we all had to start somewhere. There was、oh, exactly. early years and we all didn't know what we were doing, and you're going to make those mistakes. But you know, instead of Bringing, trying to develop all those things, and then bringing them all together, they focus on one thing, and and hope that that's going to be the you know the lure that wins you the fish. But、mm-hmm. that doesn't always look to be you know the case. No, I understand. Well, no, I'm I'm super excited about this. I mean, obviously, New York City is a great city. It's a it's a great place to have a convention. It's a great place to bring people together. And、mm-hmm. I honestly say I'm totally excited for this convention. So,、uh, Matthew Goodison, or are there any plugs?、Yeah. Uh, obviously, the con. Obviously, we、mm-hmm. want people to come out to that.、Uh, Borocon dot com.、Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to plug in the works? Or yes, yes. Yeah, if you want to be a vendor or an artist, panelist, you want to do screenings, you want to volunteer. Borocon dot com is a place to check out. If you're,、um, you know, follow us on Facebook,、mm-hmm. uh, Twitter, Instagram, or on all of that. Just any of the latest news information about you know the nerdy world or the convention, the guests. You want to find out more about just everything that's going on. Brocon.com、um, is the place. So really, you know, it's all that stuff is already out there. The vendors, the artists, the panelists, the screening, the information, all that stuff is on Brocon.com. So please, please go there, check it out. If you have any questions, you can email us. Reach out. We are we're very accessible people. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much, Matthew Goodison Orr, CEO of BurrowCon, for coming on BGN and discussing with us today about your convention. And we hope we'll see you and everyone listening. We hope we'll see you at BurrowCon Memorial Day weekend 2017. Thank you very much for joining us, sir. No problem. It's my pleasure. All right. You have a pleasant afternoon, a good evening, and we'll see you in a few months. All right. Oh, wait. I got Hello, I'm Ronald Reagan. And Boldly Going Nowhere is brought to you by Castwave Studios' Amazon page. You know, you can save up to 50% on your favorite music, movies, and more by going to Castwave Studios at Amazon. Help this show and save money at the same time. And fight the commies by bookmarking and clicking through today at castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. Reagan smash. That's my favorite one. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just fight the commies. Fight the commies. Reagan smash. And that interview wasn't too bad, either. Yeah. Mm, no, that was not a bad interview. And, Thank you again yeah. to Matthew goodison or the CEO mm-hmm. of BurrowCon, yep, and for taking his time out. And, and uh, just to not bury the lead, that's right. We will be in New York City uh, the weekend of Memorial Day. So yeah, that's baby. gonna be awesome. Yes. New York City, so baby New York City, baby New York City. Mm-hmm. So now New I think it's one of what my we're favorite gonna... uh, perp songs. Exactly. And I so now for the last bit of news, it's a subject we've been harping on for a long time now, but some uh, the specifications of the Nintendo Switch have finally been released. So we figured we'd talk about that. So, um, yeah, we, we have the, uh, if you go to Nintendo's website and you can actually, you know, at you, oh, actually it's at nintendo.co.uk. Um, slash Nintendo Switch slash, slash specifications yeah. slash specifications hyphen at 117627.html number sign one. Um, yeah, Whatever. that's <laughs> www. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just, just go over it again. It's always like, wow, they're really, uh, yeah, <laughs> they're really going for it. <laughs> So we you know. So I mean, you got the coming in, num- coming in number one. Oh wait, no wait. No. Coming in at number nine, the brightness, the brightness sensor. Okay, so okay, so we got the tablet here. Uh, it looks like it's running off SD cards, which I mean, again, was pretty much expected. So well, it's cartridges. So well, they say cartridges, but I mean, let's be honest, that's an that's SD an S- card. Yeah, that's an SD card, and that that's how. Um that's how the it looks 3DS a little thicker than uh, than S. I think it's just SD the way cards. it's it's I think it's just shot closer, so it looks a little thicker. Well, but I not only that, but if it is a little bit bigger, then that's only because they have to accommodate more uh, information on there. Yeah, so, so that's entirely possible. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying it's they they say cartridges, but they look like SD cards. Right. Okay. So uh, you got you got power volume buttons, uh, six six point two inch screen. It is a touch screen. Oh, it is a touch screen. Okay. Okay. So I think it will be probably it probably have apps which you can utilize, like an internet browser or something like that. So you don't have okay. to use the controllers. So then, now Netflix won't come on it uh, initially, as but, we've but, been told. But, but they haven't but, they haven't put an announcement la- yet. But and later, but later, I'm I'm assuming there's some like third. That's party. possible. And it does look like we do have stereo speakers, um, which is on good. The individual unit. Oh, and good. It. You have an audio jack. So hey, mm-hmm. guess what? They're one up over Apple. Because <laughs> you know courage. Yes. Because <laughs> courage. Fucking assholes. Anyway. Connecting commercially available for headphones, microphones, and and handset and headsets. All right, great. So you could do like you know, get like actually online gaming with this. Oh cool. no, well, I mean, yeah. Let's just hope their online gaming try. system isn't just yeah. Like, let's make sure uh, that a uh, burning just, trash can. Right. Let's All hope right. it's actually worth the damn. Um, uh, so it's got a stand in the back to hold it up on its own, which is good. Uh, all right, so let's move on now to the dock. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. The USB ports for the side, so you can connect your controllers to charge up. 
Uh, you got the TV output, the system control, and the system connector. So obviously that's let's take a look at that's the back. All, yeah, that's all fairly. Oh, that fairly pops. St- that pops out. Okay. That pops off. You got you yeah yeah USB, HDMI, AC adapter. Yeah, so it's it's a lot oh, simpler. You, you can you can like hide the cords. Oh, look at that. Oh, there nice. you go. That's nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's a nice yeah. little touch. That's neat. Cool. All right. All right. Next, we got the Joy-Con controllers, which are the ones that snap onto the system. So you got your L button. You okay? Let's see here. So well, they they basically just look like smaller it, Wii controllers that clip onto the system. It does look like an N sixty four. I mean, that's uh, the thing is like con- when when you controller have these, without the middle. Yeah. When you when you have these connected to the screen, it does kind of look like the uh, a much thinner tablet for the Wii U. But it yeah. does have yeah. So. But, All right. But, I mean, but again, it's just like you got two sticks. You got Two D pads. Right. I mean, so what more can you ask for? Really, one, one of the things that I mentioned to you, Colin, before uh, we actually went live was that uh, the Joy Cons have straps on them, uh-huh. and I was theorizing. Well, you know, it's funny that they would have those, like because you're meant to be playing them a certain way, uh-huh. unless it's got motion control. Because why would you put a joy strap on something that you're going to hold in your hand? Yeah, and it's, you're not it's move around too you much. know it, it's got motion controls, but I think they're extremely limited motion controls. Right. Like it's not as I think they've gotten it down to like Wii levels, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's because it's basically they're essentially Wii controllers. So like for instance, if you want to play two player with somebody, but they don't mm-hmm. have a they don't have a pro controller, right. you just snap that off and bam, you're good to go. Okay, and then here's something I didn't actually realize until just now, but mm-hmm. there's actually trigger buttons on. There's like a trigger button on. Mm-hmm. Each one, so yeah. you could probably utilize that for something really. Yeah, cool. this is yeah. These are basically essentially like Wii controllers, but adjusted mm-hmm. so that they're almost like Wii, like Super Nintendo and a Wii controller sort of smashed into one. Right, which is great. Uh, the other thing I like about this is Sean, if you could scroll down. Thank you. The Joy Grip, uh, the Joy, uh, the Joy, uh, the Joy Con grip, grip. Yeah, that one. Which is basically that. the charging dock for your grip controller with the uh, the Joy Con controllers. They slide into those sections there, and they charge up when you plug in the USB cable to it. Okay. Which is good because I mean, again, we don't it, you don't have to worry about having to plug batteries into it. They're chargeable. You know, it's kind of funny. Like Thank looking Christ. at looking at the back of that controller without the Joy Cons attached to it, it kind of reminds me of a Virtual Boy controller. Just a uh-huh. little bit. Just yeah, a little okay. bit. I could see it. All right. So, so I mean, I... I wonder if there's any Amiibo functionality with this, by the way. Well, I think that's something they haven't announced yet. Hopefully they will. Right. Um, oh, they've announced Fire Emblem games mm-hmm. for the Switch. Yay. Yep. I don't know about you, but I want to play Breath of the Wild so freaking bad I can taste it. Oh, damn. Is there Su- that, Super Bomberman? Uh, yep. That's going to be a... That's I didn't know that was a launch title. Um, Yay. Rayman Legends... That's be. not. That's to be announced. They haven't. They haven't. Uh, Skylanders just, Imaginators. Everyone. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to get you. I mean, excited I mean, really. Yet. I mean, really. The only three games I see that I'm, I'm even remotely interested in are this one, is the two, three, only Switch. one I'm interested in. Right it's now. one, two, three. Switch. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild and Super Bomberman. Breath of the are. Wild. I'm looking forward to yeah. so much. I, I, I'm, I am excited. I was about so those disappointed. Three. I was so disappointed by uh, Skyward Sword. I just need. I need another Zelda game. That's the one where you jump off birds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one where. Okay, like, that's the one you just play around with your weenus. I was. I was actually really disappointed when I bought Hyrule Historia because the first half of that book is pretty much just an art book slash guide for that game, and I'm like, I don't really care. I I just came for like, they promised an actual like timeline of like. The high, like how the games work, like a Hyrule Historia. So, 
So, and okay, did it have that? It had that, but, like, it was prefaced by, like, 90 pages worth of, like, Skyward Sword shit that I didn't want to read. Oh. <laughs> I was oh. like... Well, that's not like, good. Well, that's... Okay, whatever. So, basically, just like Skyward Sword, where you gotta play through 90 minutes of wiggling your dick around. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, your Wii, your Wiimote. Yeah. Yeah, on that note... <laughs> on that note... Remember, if you're interested in listening to more of this wonderful Castaway Studios material, you can go to <laughs> www.castawaystudios.com. Or you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, at Castwave Studios, or at www.facebook, Castwave Studios. Uh, Brian, where can we find you on the web? You can find me on twitter.com slash bmassey1987. All right. You can also find me and Sean doing Prime Directive episodes weekly. Right. And that'll be on mm. castawaystudios.com as well. Yeah, Sean, where can we find you on the webs? You can find me at Sean L. Holmes on Twitter. That's S-E-A-N-L-H-O-L-M-E-S. You can also find me on Facebook, Sean Holmes. Mm, that's nice. Yes. Mm, anyway, that's, that's nice. Exciting news for uh, upcoming for those upcoming. Uh, we are going to Farpoint in Baltimore. Zifarpoint, February seventeenth through nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will also be at PAX East mm-hmm. in March, Boston, uh, March tenth through March twelfth. Uh, and then I think we're off in April, but the next con after that will be BurrowCon, as we discussed earlier in the episode, uh, May 26th through May 29th. That's Memorial Day weekend at St. John's University in Queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we suggest you definitely check these events out. They're all a lot of fun. And we hope to see you there. And so until next time, I'm Colin Kakamas. I'm Brian Massey. And I'm Sean Holmes. And you're boldly going nowhere. Sean, hit me with the outro. Boldly Going Nowhere is a Castwave Studios production. For other shows and more, visit castwavestudios.com.